Welcome to Cardiology, everyone. Well, it's time once again for our picks of the week, heading into week 12 of the NFL season. I'm here to help guide us through the waters of gambling picks against the spread. We have our resident picksologist, Mr. Gary Marr. Hi, Gary. How are you? Hey, Mark. Great. Glad to be here. You've been doing yeoman's work with me this week. That's a new title for me. Thanks. Oh, sure. No problem. I, I, I'm full of words. I can come up with all kinds of words. Well, I want to thank you for coming in. You've been doing some yeoman's work this week, trying to help us out. Um, and you've been involved in all of our segments and our episodes this week. But this is our this is our wheelhouse. So where do you want to get started? What are we looking at first this week? We are going to look first at the Baltimore versus Jacksonville game. And Jacksonville, um, well, Baltimore's favored by four points in this one. So really, when I look at the game here, we got, you know, Baltimore, uh, you know, Ravens kind of struggled last week. uh, Offensively, I should say. They they just uh, were not the powerhouse they've been in in some weeks. Uh, Of course, their defense was still solid. Jacksonville's coming off of uh, a bye um, I'm not sure that does much for them because they've been on, on pretty much of a losing streak. I think they've lost six of their last seven. Uh, so when when you look at all of that, um, you know, I, I still think you, you, you've got to look at Baltimore and say, even though their offense struggled last week, they're, they're not going to continue to struggle. They're, they're a good, solid offense. They just had an off week. And I'm going to go ahead and take, take Baltimore um, minus the four points. I'm going to agree. Um, I think that... Yes, it is a little troubling that Baltimore has kind of slumped at weird times throughout the season. Um, and just when they seem to have everything going for them, they kind of take a step back. Um, right now, it seems like that defense, though, is completely clicking. Um, so yeah. it's the offense that seems to be going into some different phases here. But you've you've got Lamar Jackson, um, you know, who really is – one of the most dynamic explosive players in the in the NFL. So I don't think you're ever out of a game with Lamar Jackson. I feel like um, you know, Baltimore is going to show up in this one. And and like you said, Jacksonville is just not um they just continue to have a tough time. Um, you know, the the hiring of Doug Peterson, you know, started off the season looking like a hot hire. Um, I still think he's probably the right guy for the job. Um, I just think it's going to take a little longer down there than, than anybody really was hoping for. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to go along with you and I'm going to go with Baltimore on this one. All right. Um, the coin is going to go opposite us. It's going to go Jacksonville. Okay, fine then. (laughs) This coin. All right. How about our second game? What do what what do we got onto the slate? Second game is Cincinnati versus Tennessee, and Tennessee gets a point and a half in this game. Um, so this one's an interesting one. So yeah, it's it's, it's pretty close in terms of the point spread. So it, almost a toss up. But when I'm looking at it, you know, Joe Burrow, of course, is looking good. He's looked like he's figured it out this season, been playing pretty well, but. Uh, Joe Mixon is hurt, and he's been a key part of Cincinnati's offense. Uh, it's good running back, uh, so, so that's a pretty big negative. But Jamar Chase is back, 
for uh, for Cincinnati. So you know you're they're losing a piece, but they're gaining a big piece back. So uh, I think that all factors in pretty uh, interestingly. I guess if you're looking at Cincinnati and and kind of factoring in this game. Tennessee is just consistent. You've got, you know, you got Tannehill's playing well, and then you got Derrick Henry there running the ball like crazy. Um, they won, I think, seven out of the last eight. They're kind of a, really a consistently underrated team. They've been playing well all year and just sneaking up on people. So I, I do think it's a tough one. I can see why the point points spread is so close because it, this one's a hard one to make a call on. But I am going to go with Tennessee on this one. I just think they're playing really, really well. And I think they're going to figure out a way to win. Okay. I, you know what, we're going to be boring again to start off this, uh, this episode. Cause I, I too, am going to go with Tennessee. I was, you know, it was against green Bay and green Bay has been consistently shooting themselves in the foot, um, especially on offense all year. But I really liked what I saw out of Tennessee last week. I thought they looked solid. I thought they looked balanced um, and I really felt like they were an emerging team. And I, and I completely 100% agree with your statement about them being an underrated team. They are sneaking up into the playoff conversation. And every year they seem to be doing that. Mike Frabel gets his team ready to play. They play together. They play with a lot of heart, um, you know, and they, they've got Tannehill back. He's, he is seems like he hasn't missed a beat and he's ready to roll. Mm -hmm. And like you said, Derek Henry is getting hot. Um, and that's just, you know, letting, letting that locomotive come running down the tracks at you okay. is just not a good idea. So um, I, I too, I, I just think this point spreads. Uh, it, it's just, it's too close to a pick them for me to go against the kind of hot streak that's happening there in Tennessee. So I'm going to stick with Tennessee. And on this one, the coin's going to agree with both of us. It's going with Tennessee. Well, there you go. See, the coin can learn. It, it, it can. <laughs> it's good to see. Good to see that's taking our advice on this. All right. So that takes us to lucky number three. What's, what's our third game of this week? Well, we're going to go Pittsburgh versus Indy. So, uh, Let's see. Pittsburgh is well. No, actually, it's Indy's favored by two and a half points in this game. So, um, think not a surprise there. Pittsburgh has not been playing uh, well. Uh, they played a good first half last week, and then just kind of fell apart in the second half of the game. Um, the Colts are a little bit banged up defensively, but they're they've been looking better and better each week, and and playing a little bit stronger. And they're they're riding that that wave of a. Uh, of a new coach, right? So they're still seem playing with a lot of passion uh, and all of that going on there in Indy. So I'm looking at this game. It's a tough one for me because I don't know that Indy should be favored or especially favored by two and a half points. But I think I'm going to, well, no, you know, I am going to go with Pittsburgh on this one. I was thinking I was going to change my mind and go with Indy, but I'm going to take, uh, take Pittsburgh in the two and a half points. Okay. Um, this is a, this is a tough game. Um, you know, this, these are two teams that have drastically underperformed for this season um, in many different ways. Um, you have a Pittsburgh team that just got done um, losing to Cincinnati in, in a gunfight um, mm -hmm. and really 
you know, they just can't seem to get over the hump. I think they're having, they're having a very Browns like season. Um, and, you know, I think maybe the main difference is that they, they might've been able to expect these bumps in the road with a, with a rookie quarterback and some rebuilding that they're going through. Um, and then you have the Indianapolis Colts who, you know, wow, you know, the, the hiring of Jeff Saturday, um, seemed like an amazing dumpster fire. Um, but he comes, he comes right out with the, the team gets a win to start off. And then they take the Philadelphia Eagles right down to the wire. Um, and only lose to the Eagles by a point. Um, so that was a pretty impressive defensive effort out of them. Now the offense looked a little stagnant, but the defense seemed to show up for a really big game there. Um, this is a really tough one to pick. Uh, I, I'm going back and forth in, in it in my mind. Um, but you know, if you don't take risks, um, you can't win at all. I'm going to go with the Colts in this game. I'm going to look for them yeah. to see if they can, um, put together, uh, another consistent game and maybe squeak out that three point win over the Steelers and make me look good. So I'm going to give up those two and a half points um, to Pittsburgh, and I'm going to take Indianapolis in this game. All right. And the coin is going to agree with you. It's going to go with the Indy as well. All right. Okay, so that takes us to... A fourth game. So what's our fourth game this week that we're picking? Fourth game is the Monday night game. So that's going to be Green Bay at Philly. So that's, that's going to be a you know, primetime big game. Uh, you know, the uh, Eagles have had uh, interesting last couple of weeks. Uh, they've been pretty dominant early on in the season. Last couple of weeks, they've, they've struggled a little bit here. Uh, Green Bay struggled a lot. Uh, they kind of have to win this game if they want to stay in the the hunt at all for anything. So it's it, that that might bring them a little bit of passion in terms of of how they play in this game. Philly, by the way, is uh, favored by seven points, so it's a seven point spread in this one. Uh, so, but you know, when I look at that, that's a that's a decent size point spread. I just think though that Philly's going to be way too strong for Green Bay. They're, Green Bay's just not playing at all. They just don't seem very cohesive. And even though it's a must win for them, I don't see them kind of pulling it together. And I think Philly was going to bounce back from a tough game last week where uh, or, or last couple of weeks, actually, I should say, and just yeah, kind of put a dominant game on the chart. So I'm going to take uh, take Philly minus the seven. I, too, am going to take Philly in this one. And I think it really boils down to me um, that Green Bay didn't just lose last week. They looked really bad doing it. Yeah. Um, and I, I am starting to question, you know, we've been questioning all season whether or not um, Aaron Rodgers really had the weapons that he's had in the past and whether or not he could pull this team along the finish line. I think last week I felt like I'm starting to have a question of whether or not he's actually healthy. Um, you know, they've talked a little bit about a hand injury. He's kind of fluffed it off. Um, but I'm starting to wonder because there were some wide open passes that you would expect 
someone of the caliber of Aaron Rodgers to make in crunch time in that game that just were not made. Um, so I, I don't know what I think is going to completely happen in Green Bay and where this is all going to end, but I'm looking for Philly to take a step up. They they took that loss two weeks ago. They had another really tough game um, just this past week. Um, I'm looking to see them put together a complete game, and I'm looking to see them uh, step forward too. So I, I too am going to give up the seven to Green Bay and go with the Eagles in this one. There you go. And then the coin is going to agree with both of us. It's going with Philly as well. So it's unanimous there. Okay. All right. Well, that brings us to the big game in the NFL, at least from our perspective. So what do we think we are seeing in this Tampa Bay Cleveland game? Yeah, it's a, uh, kind of our game of the week here. Tampa versus Cleveland. Cleveland gets three and a half points in this game. Um, Tampa is, you know, coming off a bye week. Uh, they're on a winning streak. Cleveland's been kind of self-destructing here a little bit. Uh, where I think we talked about the the chirping. We've talked about obviously the defense is just not um, not showing up. Um, you know, but that said, there are some weaknesses on Tampa as well that we can exploit. I'm hoping. Hoping our running game shows up this week and comes back. I actually really expect that it will. Uh, so I think that's going to keep it in, in this game and keep the game really close. And because of that, although I don't think Cleveland's going to win, I do think we're going to cover the point spread. Uh, if you, you heard my prediction uh, earlier in the other segment, um, I've kind of got us right within there. So I'm going to go with Cleveland in the three and a half points. Well, I am not going to be picking Cleveland in this one. I'm actually going to be taking Tampa Bay. Now, I don't disagree with anything uh, that you said about the closeness of this game. I do think it's going to be a one-score game. Um, I'm just leaning towards uh, Tampa Bay actually covering the spread. Um, so I I really think that, you know, if, if the Browns are going to win this game, um, I think they're going to have to overtake Tampa Bay. They're not going to be able to just get it on the point spread. So um, I am going to go ahead and take Tampa Bay um, and I am going to give the three and a half to Cleveland. Interesting. So the coin actually agrees with me. And here's an interesting thing on the, the coin this week. We just, uh, you know, I always flip the coin and the uh, heads is the, the, um, away team and the tails is the, the home team and this time all five times it came up tails I don't know what the odds of that happening are but uh, but all five times the coin came up tails so that that's kind of an interesting anomaly there so I don't know what that means in terms of the coin being right but we'll see I guess yeah yeah we'll see um you know this is pro the point in the segment we go back and we look at our records from last week and I mean, I think in general, uh, we did pretty well. So you had a really good week. Um, you went four and one um, with really your only loss being um, the KC game because um, they did not um, cover. Um, but 
we also benefited from the when we picked the Buffalo Cleveland game because I don't know if you know this, but when we we picked and we did our picks on our episode, the line was seven and a half. By game time, that line became eight and a half. And if you bet this back at the seven and a half, you were a happy camper. You made it. Uh, but if you waited till the eight and a half, uh, you got hosed with a bad beat in that in that Browns game. So we are going to take the benefit of our timing on that one um, and get that win there. But so you went four and one. Um, that gives you a record this season of 26 and 23. So getting up ahead of that 500 mark, starting to get some momentum there. That's awesome. Um, I, on the other hand, um, I had a good week, just not as good. I had, I went three and two. Um, I also did not do well with that Kansas city pick. Um, but I also had Baltimore putting on a better showing than they did. So, um, I went three and two, so my record now climbs to an illustrious 18 and 31. So I got some work to do um, if I'm <laughs> going to even come close to 500 for the season. Um, and then the coin. The coin uh, gave up a gave up one game to me in, in our quest and our competition. Um, the coin went two, two and three. Um, for a total record so far this season of 20 and 29. So hopefully uh, I can keep making ground a little bit and a little bit. That's that's my short-term goal to pass this coin and and then then we'll worry about the rest of it. Um, now I do want, I, I think it's important because it's such a big sports weekend here in Northeast Ohio. And I know that you are every bit the, Ohio State Buckeye fan that I am, I think I'm going to throw you a little bit of curveball here. How do you see the game going down at the horseshoe? The big game on Saturday. Right now, the line, if you didn't already know, is Ohio State is the seven and a half point favorite. So what do you think, Gary? Who who are you taking in the game? <laughs> Well, I, I got to say, I mean, I thought the, the point spread would be tighter than that. So I'm, I'm kind of surprised that the point spread's that wide. Uh, but that that said, I think Ohio State's going to come into this game with a big old chip on their shoulder. I think, I think A, we're the better team coming into this game. Uh, but I think we're also going to be a little bit ticked about how the game went last year and some of the stuff that was said after the game and the fact that, you know, that people talked about our toughness. And so I think the players coming into this game are, are truly going to come in with a big chip on their shoulder. And if we have the chance to, to take a lead on this game, we're going to take a big lead. And we are not going to let up. Uh, once we, once we you know, smell a little blood there or taste a little blood, uh, Ohio State's just going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. So I do think that uh, I think we're going to win. And I think we're going to cover that point spread. Uh, because I, I, for both reasons, as I said, I think we got trouble on our shoulder, but I do think we're the better team. I think our passing game's really um, excellent. I think even though we've got some injuries on the running back side, we still got a decent running game. I think our defense has been the big difference this year and, and the much better defense than we've had in the past. And that all is going to factor in to make us, make us a, a nice big victory there on Saturday. Well, you know, um, I, I'm looking at this game too. You know, you, 
you're right. The the point spread surprised me a little bit because of the Michigan defense and what they've been able to accomplish. Um, and, you know, I, I hear a lot of the national talking heads saying that it really boils down to the level of competition that Michigan has played. Um, Michigan is not sporting a very strong um, strength of schedule this year. Um, and so there are a lot of non-believers out there. Um, it always makes me nervous whenever Michigan is this close um, and we get down to winner take all um, in the big game. Um, but that being said, um, I think a combination of things. One, um, Blake Corum's knee injury. Um, you know, right now he is saying in the, in all the right places that he's going to be fine, that he's going to be playing. Um, but it, it'll be interesting to see if that's really the case. And if so, if he is playing, um, is he going to be on any kind of pitch count or, um, you know, is, is this going to be an issue? Cause you're going to have, you know, a cold Ohio game on a Saturday. Um, and you know, it'll be just interesting to see how that plays out. Um, I like the Buckeyes defense against, um, Michigan's offense. Um, I do believe they have the firepower to hold, uh, both quorum and, um, the Michigan passing game down. Um, so I'm looking for that. Um, and then I'm also just looking for a bounce back game from CJ Stroud. Um, I think the last couple games, you know, yes, he's been able to put up some numbers in some different areas, um, but not really the command of the game that we're used to him used to seeing out of him throughout Great. the beginning of the season. Um, so uh, I'm hoping for a complete bounce back for him. Um, we have our own injuries to worry about at running back. So hopefully we get um, a healthy uh, Travion Henderson um, playing this game. Um, so I I am going to give up those seven and a half points to Michigan. I think I see Ohio State pulling off at least a 10-point win in this one. So um, we we will see. I'm I'm hoping that this sets up my weekend. I I really am I'm looking for this. There's nothing, there's nothing better than sticking it to Michigan. Um, during Thanksgiving weekend. Um, and also to, you know, really setting ourselves up. This is our, this is our opportunity to cement our spot in the college football playoff. And like you said, really get that revenge from last year's upset. Yeah. And I think, you know, the one point you had that, that, that I hadn't mentioned, but, but I totally agree with is that strength of schedule. I think, you know, we've had a, a much tougher strength schedule. I think that, you know, not only good for us in the rankings, but I mean, it, it toughens you up, gets you ready for these big games. And so hopefully that factors in as well. Yep. Yep. We shall see. All right. Well, thanks Gary. Thanks for joining me and going through our weekly picks again. I really appreciate it. Always a lot of fun to, to test our knowledge against a little sliver of metal um, and see if we can be smarter than that. Um, but, uh, hopefully we have a lot of fun with these games and a lot of, a lot of good times this weekend, you know, before I, 
before I let you go, I want to make sure uh, I wish you and yours a very happy Thanksgiving. I uh, want to make sure I wish you and uh, your, your whole family there a happy Thanksgiving as well. There you All go. right, Gary. Well, we will talk to you soon. Um, for everybody out there, we hope you have a great holiday as well. And we are thankful for you spending the time listening to us jabber away on these podcast episodes, um, checking out our regular episodes, checking out our picks episode. Uh, we, we love that you're out there. We love your feedback. Um, so we look forward to continuing to talk to you about the rest of the Brown season after this week. So for everybody out there, for everybody who helps us have a great Thanksgiving, everyone. And we'll see you soon on Cardiology. <laughs>